Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Oh, it smells good. It does smell good uh, immediately upon opening. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Back to the Dad Life Podcast. This has been a while since we have... Uh, oh, it's been too long. ...put out any episodes, and here we, we are back. I po- we apologize. Ooh, yeah. We, we had a lot of stuff happen. Um, we, the world, everything has pretty much been flipped on its head yep. since we last spoke. It's kind of um, gone to shit. It's been over a month, I think. It's been a little over a month. Um, Chris had a COVID crisis at his work. Sure did. Um, I have... Thank goodness, not had any COVID crises, but crises. But we have crises. Yeah, you're right. That is the plural. I don't See, know. This is why is. you're here. Maybe I'm pretty it sure is. it is. Um, my poor dog is on his last legs, which is the worst part of dog Dexter, ownership. Man, I'm so sorry to hear about that. You know, um, he's given us a lot of good years. Lots. A lot it's of still good years. sad to to hear about, man. I can't even pretend to to know what that's like. So. Yeah, today's a good Sorry day. Sorry for you, man. Today was a good day. He had a good day today, so. So we're, that was a smiley face. On smiley the face day. Calendar, okay. Yep. So we're, we're chugging along, and uh, yeah, I, I got a couple other things to tell you about before we do that. Let's yeah. talk about this deliciousness that it is. I just drank. First things, we have to give a shout out to Courtney and Diana Talbot for mm-hmm. sending this all the way from the great state of Arizona. Legally to the Air Force Absolutely Base. Absolutely to the Air Force Base. And they even shipped it cold. How amazing are they? It does taste really good. Um, it's uh, called Tower Station, India Palau, at a Mother Road Brewing Company. Now, wherever what, that is. What is that on the front of the can? Um, what is that building? It just looks like one of those wacky old gas stations. Oh, I got it. Tower you Station know? as a gas station. Yeah, man. Oh, totally. Faster, Out of Flagstaff. It's it's uh It's a really I'm not a huge fan. You you know me. I don't love IPAs, but this one's really good. It is. It is. It's uh good for the summer. Man, it's nice. So thank you to Courtney and Diana. Huge thank you. Thank Long you for time doing listener, that. first time beer first contributor. Time beer sender? Is that right? <laughs> Keep that them coming listeners. Man, we will Taste them and uh, enjoy know, them. Enjoy them. For thank sure. you for the free beer. Thank um, you very much. There's really no subject today. Today's episode. We really hope you guys just sit back, enjoy, take a break from life because life is getting really just kind of hectic right now. And Chris and I are going to catch up about what's been going on in our lives. For sure, um, we have quite a bit that's been going on. We'd like to catch you guys up on. And of course, if you have questions or uh, you want to add something to the podcast. By all means, you can shoot us an email. I think we've given it out about a thousand times, but what's one you guys more time? I'm sick of hearing it, but let's give it another go. I'm Chris at dadlife-podcast.com. And I'm Ryan at dadlife-podcast.com. Feel free to shoot us a note. We promise to check that email at least once a week. I don't know. Do you, I, I check my email multiple times every single day, so we're definitely going to, to read those emails. That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? I mean... I know you check your email every day, too. I do. It's just how life works. I'm a liar. I'm a big fat liar. Maybe he's fibbing. Maybe Don't be so fibbing. hard on yourself. All right. Um, so I do have some news. As okay. of yesterday, I did complete my coursework at the University of Notre Dame. Congratulations. So that was pretty awesome. What does this mean? Not a whole lot. Got one of those awesome executive certificates of completion, basically. Well, that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Um, long story short, just trying to advance myself. Um, you're bettering yourself, bettering myself per se job. Um, my company was awesome enough to pay for half, which was fantastic. And so yeah, just finished it up and all done. So 
So now, what was the? Was it a bachelor degree? Oh no, or no, just no. not a, a full degree. Just a just a certificate. Um, so it was an executive certificate in critical management. So we did a lot of leadership and management classes for okay. sixteen weeks. Okay. Um, I know that language very very well, as having spent twenty years in the military. Yep. There's a big difference between management and leadership. People think 100%. they're hand in hand, but they are not. They're not even close to each other. Very different. Um, so right on, man. Thanks, man. Was there any skills that you will bring to your um, your household rather than just your job site? Yeah, I, I would say probably the biggest one for me, the one I learned the most was um, not lead. Well, project leadership, right? Uh-huh. So trying to break down a complex problem within a group of people. So now I can include my family into that. Sure. So instead of approaching, I don't know, let's say, you know, Reese is not behaving. Big surprise. Okay. Right? I approach that as a project for the group instead of just myself reacting to it on the whim. Right. Because okay. if I react to it, most likely it's not going to go well for Reese. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but if I calm down, talk to Courtney about it. Or you. you. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have a little bit level head. Um, I think that was the biggest thing I took away really was, and of course on the business side, it's different, but just not taking things personally. When someone gives you that critical feedback to be like, all right, swallow that, kind of digest what they're saying and then get better instead okay. of, for me, it's like fences up, like, oh no, fuck you, Chris. Like, mm-hmm. how dare you? It's not a, a decision or, or kind of formation of a plan you can make on the spot when you're hearing the bad news, let's right. say. It is step back from it. Take the information in and then calculate your response mm-hmm. and your plan moving forward. And talk to Courtney about it. Nice. Because I feel like I've – not that Courtney and I don't talk, but you know what I'm saying. Of course. Like bring in the partner and say, look, this is what happened. How do we handle it from here? We've done that in the past, but there's definitely some knee-jerk reactions. Like, what the hell? Of course. If you've ever That's seen the Disney movie Inside Out, yep. Anger, where he just goes full bore, mm-hmm. you know, straight the top pops off and – you lose it at that point, and yeah. you're not making any good progress. So, right on, dude. Yeah, Congratulations. Was, thanks, man. It the, was... The Fighting Irish. I know. I was like, uh, do I have to buy a t-shirt now? Do I have to become an Irish fan? Hopefully they send you a sticker. You know, I was hoping so. Something. Um, it didn't sound like that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they only have thousands of your dollars. A sticker wouldn't you kill You think them. a sticker would have been nice, but Come no, on, still man. a diehard University of Utah Ute fan. But no, I. it was fun, and it also, it's a resume builder, too. You know, to make yourself better. And my MBA was great. It was free, but it didn't come from a prestigious or prestigious school. Okay. Um, So now this kind of sits above that. And, you know, always having a great name on your resume never hurts. Never, ever. Um, I think what you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I had a COVID scare at work, Mm -hmm. which um, what that looks like for an air traffic control facility is if one person gets infected, um, it pretty much takes down an entire crew yep so and it shuts down that whole whole facility so we went what's called atc zero we were shut down for four hours in the middle of the night from like midnight to like four in the morning it took longer than they anticipated because the cleaning crew that they bring in and full hazmats and set off a you know a bug bomb like a huge bug bomb yeah um they only had three instead of six people so it took a little longer but um that's what that looks like. So That's insane. You know, uh, luckily it was not in my specific area where I work, but, you know, I shit gets more real now. You yeah. know what I mean? For the longest time, 
It's okay. This pandemic's happening. I have not met a person that even knows somebody with it. Mm-hmm. Now I know lots. Yep. So it's more, let's say, close to home because okay, shit just got real. It a little got bit. real a little yeah. bit because it, it's more tangible rather than this weird thing that's happening to other people. Yeah. Right. So that was interesting uh, thing that's going to continue to I think increase. That's yeah, just for the, the way it's going to go. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Um, I was going to say, on that note, because you texted me that night as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, damn. What could have been worse, though, is if they were, like, at your station, right? Yeah. Different shift, same station. Mm-hmm. That would have been so much Or if scarier. it's somebody that I sit, or sit next right to. next to right. and we work the same position. Yep. So, so I think you lucked out there. I did. Um, but we all use the same common areas. Yeah. We're touching the same door handles. Yeah. We're using the same break room. You know what I mean? So, luckily, from what I've heard and read mm-hmm. from actual scientists and not the news, mm-hmm. is <laughs> that it transfers more so through the air if they're in the same premise, like you and I. That's why masks are important. Masks everybody. are important, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, the surface is not as much. It can die faster on a surface, so that's good. Okay. Um, but yeah, going back to your point, you and I, funny story, everyone, Chris and I actually did a full episode the other we day. We did. We did remotely full thing. because of this. Yep. Totally on remote. Even got the, hey, you guys sounded great. I don't know. I won't say who we were using, but it didn't work. It didn't work. None of our audio was saved. I jumped in on the, I don't know, what was what was Like a live call almost. Yeah. Like a phone call. I just was added to your room yep. and- it showed, you know, the, the clock ticking and the recording was happening. And then you hit stop because you were... Because we finished. You were the administrator. Yep. And said, hey, great, you sounded good. And it... Gave us no audio. Disappeared. So it's <laughs> out there somewhere. <laughs> if anyone knows where our episode went, it's out there. Right. So we're kind of rehashing <laughs> through some of those things right now. But we're now sitting in the same studio. Back in the Summer Breeze Studios. Summer Breeze Studios. <laughs> Which is so gorgeous. It really is. Freaking gorgeous down here in your oh, basement man. of your house. Um, the the story we talked about in that podcast, though, that no one knows about, is one of our friend's um, sons getting COVID-19. He's 23 years old, was hospitalized for a week. Mm-hmm. We had talked about this previously. Well, the news picked it up as well. Really? Because... It was kind of the story, I think Fox 13 here in Utah picked it up, where it was a story that you really need to pay attention to the virus, wear a mask, because he freely admits in his interview that he didn't, Mm -hmm. um, and he wished he would have taken it more seriously. Right. Um, He was supposed to get married. That obviously is being postponed. Um, He almost lost his life. Uh, He was in the ICU and uh, luckily came out of it, but just kind of that reminder, like it's good. It can affect everyone differently. And it does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what age you are. You got to take it serious because it could just knock you on your ass. And it's something that we talk about every single day. Cause it's taking our family and the whole universe down a different road. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you're not affected by it yet, not particularly a bad road, but just a different path. Yeah. And my wife and I were just talking today. It's so strange how it's turned into a political warfare tool. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird. It's um, We remember September 11th. 
uh, everybody does. Yep. The, the amount of, of unity that we experienced in those, you know, days and weeks and really years following that um, was really tremendous. Absolutely. But now here we are faced with kind of a faceless enemy and it's turned into a device. Yep. Right? That it's so bad. Um, we had an experience where we went to a pool um, and there was another gentleman there and just was a super nice guy, was super nice to the kids. It's yeah. like you think nothing of it. We get to conversing. And I had left at this point because I had to go to work, but my wife was talking to him about masks and he's like, was on the tip of, I don't, this is a bunch of bullshit. I don't need to wear a mask. Yeah. It doesn't help me. Why should I have to do it? And it crushed Jennifer who, you know, of course feels that emotion so much more deeply than I would hear that. I would just be like, geez, what a dick. And yeah. I would brush it off. But she t internalized that so much that she got emotional. Um, not right there face value, but just mm -hmm. talking about it today. She's just like, I, I hate that there's people like that in the world. And I'm like, that's what's tough about this whole thing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? If you have a differing opinion, that's their right to believe what they want to believe. Mm -hmm. But now it's come to your actions will affect the rest of us or could. Yeah, absolutely. But for him to say that it doesn't, it doesn't help me yeah. wear this mask. Why the hell should I do it? It's just like, well, I want, I give a shit about you regardless of what your, you know, idealism mm -hmm. is on this topic. I give a shit about you because you're not a human being on this planet. And that's why you should care. So Absolutely. that was just a horrible thing to think. But I, I, I also get both sides of the spectrum too. I don't want our rights to be trampled on but this to me is kind of an easy one yeah it's not even a i wouldn't even say it's a right i mean you have the right not to wear it but it's just common sense to wear but it. you also have to put yourself into that mind space as well thinking if this person believes that this thing is all a bunch of bullshit oh that the whole thing is bullshit the whole right, thing right, is right. bullshit yeah. so um I think that's what's lost a lot of times is not being able to think from the other person's perspective. Another thing I learned, which obviously I'm not really good at. Okay. Learning? From my classes. <laughs> well, learning, sure. <laughs> okay. My grades were fine. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's interesting. And, and to put yourself in the other person's perspective. Oh, hit my mic with my hand. Oops. Um, 100%. Uh, I need to be better at that for sure. But I think for this, it's just common sense, and I feel extremely bad for your wife because she is in a profession that could not be closer it's to worst. someone. It's number one dangerous. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean, she. I'm, I don't want to. Can I give her a professional wife? Of course. Okay. We have before. She's a dental hygienist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she is literally in people's face mm -hmm. as close as you can get every day. Well, not every day, but. Way more often than you need to be in during right. the pandemic. And with the tools that are being utilized, it's not just mouth open breathing. It's high speed mm -hmm. tools that put these things. Water droplets are all up in that air. place. The aerosols. Yep. The way this thing is being, you know, communicated is super crucial. Yeah. So, um, beware people going to the dentist. Make sure you do your research and go to a... A good place that yes. does good infection control. That's, 100%. That's all we can say. 100%. Um, funny story. Funny. Still on topic, but funny story. Okay. 
So we have a friend, not going to name names, but we have a friend that has been so careful about COVID-19 and not really doing anything. Basically been home since March, right? Okay. Gone to work, come home, um, not done anything. And and I know you and I especially were dying towards, I don't know, June. where We're just like, dude, we've got to hang out. bro. And so you and I started hanging out because we know we know where we've been. Mm-hmm. We're neighbors. Uh, we hang out outside. We do all the things safely. But we've we have a friend that <laughs> has literally not left the house in months, and there was a scare at her work. Uh-huh. Um, she got a headache, wasn't feeling well, lost her sense of smell mm. and taste, I believe. Got tested, but came back negative. Her daughter is now lost her sense of smell and taste, which is a key indicator for COVID-19. Yes, it is. There's also a 30% chance that the test was wrong, which is way too high for what? a test. Yeah, that's what she told us. But anyway, my point of this whole story was how crazy is that to be so careful to do everything right, but then you get, you know, something at work happens sure. that you have to do to support your family. Mm-hmm. There's really no other option. Mm-hmm. Just crazy unfortunate that somebody that careful i mean who knows if she even had it but sure that's just i just was like wow that's that's ironic for it is. when you when you look at someone that won't wear a mask compared to someone that's doing everything they can to of course to do that crazy uh, um so there's no absolutes there's no way to not nope. expose yourself unless you truly are completely 100 percent off the grid right you know, you're to grow your own food and have your own water mm-hmm. and everything. It's just no way to, 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 uh, you know, divide yourself. Yeah. It, so I also learned I never could do that. You never could? No. Two months. I love my family. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's, but two months without any kind of contact. Yeah. I was going to break. It has, it has placed that new challenge upon us. Like, um, where if you're traveling for work or whatever and mm-hmm. now you can't travel or anything yep. like that, you're, I guess, used to being gone. I did air quotes there. Used to being, uh, you know, away for three, four days during the week, or mm-hmm. maybe more extended periods of time. Now you're you're just kind of corralled in your house with your family. It's placed a lot more emphasis on communication. Yeah. For sure. 100%. You know. 100%. Um so I think it's made us stronger. It can certainly make it worse if yep. there was more underlying issues there, mm-hmm. but uh, we have been at each other's throats. There's no question about it, but of course. communication has gotten better. Yeah. Now. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the positives of, from COVID-19. So mm-hmm. I will say one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this the other night as well. We were just, it was a Friday night, which usually for us, you know, we're going to hang out with someone or do something fun. Mm-hmm. Again, the cases here in Utah, for those that don't know, have been spiking. And so we've stayed at home and done, you know, things at home. And Courtney and I looked at each other and thought, you know what? There's this puzzle that's a thousand pieces that we have not touched in who knows how long. Let's open it up. We'll get the kids. We'll do a puzzle as a family. I guarantee 100% that would have not happened unless there had been pandemic what was their initial reaction like hey kids let's go do a puzzle together 100 percent stoked to do it really 
unbelievably stoked. That's amazing. Which, I mean... I was assuming hell no from the kids. <laughs> let's be honest. They didn't last forever. Sure. Right? But, but initially... Initially, like, they were in. You know what I mean? It's still being built. It's still going on. It's on the dining room table. We're almost done. What will you do when it's over? Will you glue it together? And I kind of want to. I, I do. I kind of want to glue it together. Symbolic. Yeah. Right? I really do. Um, it helps that it's the University idea. of Utah's Rice Cycle Stadium, Ooh. which we're in. Can you p- find yourself? If we get a magnifying glass. So what they did is they took a panoramic, but they took it from the, i got to think of my direction. That would have been the east side of the stadium. Okay. We are in the north end zone. Okay. At the very bottom of the north end zone. So right. in the front. But from panoramic view. That's dope. It's like um, we're tiny in this puzzle. Dude, that is so but rad. Still, still rad. Still awesome. I, I have, definitely put that up. You just like. Yeah, we got to glue it. You absolutely have to now. Yeah. If it was just some like lighthouse uh, with the, the wave ocean. breaking yeah, yeah, over, yeah. that's kind of what I picture in my head. Still symbolic because of you did it as a whole family and during this time to kind of remember all that stuff. But, dude, now you got to have it. You're in that shit. I feel like we got to. Got to. All right, you solidify so it. So if Courtney, Courtney has any, you know, <laughs> I haven't even breached the sub- brooch. Oh, you breached haven't. brooched. Wow, brooch is something. Is this seven point three? It is. <laughs> How strong is a this? A brooch is something you wear right? around the neck. I have. You've breached breached the subject. Is that you, right? Why does that sound uh, wrong? No, it, it's. I know what you mean. Approached. Everybody knows what you mean. Oh God. Anyway, yeah, it's this beer was delicious. This is a strong one. Mine's gone. Oh, good job, man. It was delicious. It really is. Um, I haven't talked to Courtney about it there. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, I need to. And no, it's stuff like that. So I know we talked about this the other night, but I wanted to reiterate what you've been doing. And you guys have been hiking like madmen or in biking. Hiking, biking, and just uh, have been fortunate enough to get back into wakeboarding. Um, oh, yeah. We got to talk about your wakeboarding experience. Okay. Okay. For sure. For sure. Um, so um, a, a f- real close friend of mine that used to work with me but has since retired, mm-hmm. the most avid boater I've ever met on this planet. I'm not even kidding. So like we every, live in Utah. Every weekend he's like on the lake. Every day. Not every weekend. Oh, like wow. Every single day. Okay. He lives on a lake, so he's out there as, as much as humanly possible. He has two boats. Uh, That's he, a lot of boats. His his older <laughs> boat he rents out, which he does really well okay. in that situation. They're both in the shop right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that is neither but we'll here get nor there. there. It's yeah, not yeah. either here nor there. So we've been boating together for fourteen years, mm-hmm. and we have always talked about um, either going to Orlando and getting professional instruction from one of the professional wakeboarders because that's what they do when they're not competing. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando is like the epicenter of wakeboarding. Um, but now I think they've kind of, uh, changed their business model and a lot of guys now travel to you. Um, and we've met, um, some of these pro riders at the Utah boat show. So we hired this guy named Brandon Judd. Yeah. Um, he runs a company called wake coaches Okay. and we flew him out from Orlando and we got through social media a whole bunch of other participants to help kind of fray the cost a little bit, right? Because it and can't be had, cheap, right? To it's, fly them out, it's not. Um, but if you've been wakeboarding for a long time and you kind of hit a plateau, which is super normal, and yep, 
uh, when you've been riding that long, that's what I, that's where I was at. I hit a plateau. I could just do what I do and I couldn't learn anything new without just completely breaking myself in half, mm-hmm. um, which I've done. <laughs> so it was one thing to be with a, an instructor that not only is a amazing writer, but the difference is his ability to teach the mechanics from the ground level that very, very basic, very first time all the way up to the highest elite pro, which I was super impressed by because the dude came with truckloads of patience. Nice. I watched him work and it was incredible. So you're in the water with a helmet on, which has a headset in it. Okay. He's driving the boat, which also has a headset in it with Bluetooth, Bluetooth connection. So you're just having speaking voice conversation the entire time you're riding. Okay. Telling exactly what to do. Um, and the same system goes through all the speakers in the boat. So the whole boat hears the entire thing. Okay. So even while you're not riding, you're getting the instruction from the entire clinic. So it mm-hmm. was just, dude, I learned more in two days than I did in 10 years. That's it was awesome. An, it was so great. I, uh, will do it again. Nice. For sure. So let me know It was so when rad. you do it again. Cause yeah. I've never been up on a wakeboard. Ever. Never, ever been? Ever. Have you ever tried? So we tried, I'll put it this way. I have gotten up on skis mm-hmm. and skied with friends here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Went to college. Buddy owns a lake house, which we've talked about. What, what lake was it? Do you remember? Uh, lake Norris. Norris, okay. But only had jet skis. So my fat ass ain't getting up Ooh, on a jet ski. Okay, yeah, It's really just not going to happen. It's really tough. I'm too big for that. Um, So I have, I won't say I haven't tried because I have, okay. but on a jet ski. Okay. So anyway, I would love to learn to wakeboard. Let's get out there because um, I can get you out of the water. Yeah. For sure. It, this is definitely more, um, I'd say, for the more seasoned rider. The amount of money you're going to pay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's It would be silly to, to pay that much to get up out of the water for the first time. I, I can do that and get you to a much better place. But, man, it's so fun. Water sports are great. I mean, being I mean, on the I'd water like is like heaven to me you could drive the boat out of the middle of the lake turn the engine off and just sit there and it's yeah just fantastic could so. we do it with skiing snow skiing uh-huh could we do it could, could we I... bring a pro in because i have pl- i plateaued years ago dude i have not progressed with my skiing the answer to your question is years. absolutely yes there are people that their whole life revolves around what you're wanting and you don't like even have to hire an individual. Um, you just get either a group, which isn't this to me. Um, you know what? I need to think about this a little bit more. I would have said in the past for skiing, I would want more of a personal lesson, mm-hmm. which costs more. And mm-hmm. I was going to say it's not as advantageous in a group lesson, but having just gone through this week long clinic in the boat, which is a little bit different environment, but. I was able to sponge off of the other instructions because everybody was pretty much right around the same level. Everyone was trying to do more advanced tricks, spins and flips and things like that. So I could learn from everything. And you're going to be in a class with other people that are right there at your same level too. So I would say take a lesson, dude. Probably should. But it's finding the right dude. Yeah. You can't just go up and show up day one and be like, yo, I want a lesson, and you get who you get. I would, I don't know. Well, yeah, because I've been skiing my whole life. I I can ski. Have a rapport with the dude. Yeah. Because not everybody, just because they have a name tag, 
yeah. can do it. We were fortunate enough. This dude, Brandon, was top-notch, dude. That World class. Awesome. It was amazing. Broke everybody down to their base level. So mm-hmm. I was, everyone felt like crap because it was a little bit frustrating having to go back to square one where you're riding switch and doing maneuvers that you just never do because you fall all the time. Yeah. But it forces you to relearn them and it just builds upon itself. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. And now one of us probably should buy a boat. I, it's been on my to-do list for Can you get probably 20 years now. <laughs> and, dude, let's talk to that lady I'm married to. About buying a boat? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's more important than a backyard. I do, too. I'm just going to throw it out there. I do, too. We could put, we could put the boat in the, the dirt The family right now. unity that's created <laughs> on that situation is so much better than the, the backyard thing. Agreed. Right? 100%. Okay. okay. We'll go. I'm on your side. We'll go tomorrow. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll go tomorrow. I got a boat in mind. I already put a deposit down. Don't tell anybody. Gosh, the popularity of it has raised. Oh, it skyrocketed, right? So much, like because everyone's going outside. Not even just now, this summer. Oh, it's been just it's been the, going. Just the way boats have gone. I've been wakeboarding for about twenty years. Okay, and just watching boats progress, really, not much has changed. Yeah. It really hasn't been because there's a lot of gimmicks that happen. What you want is a hull that sits deep in the water. Mm -hmm. You want your engine in the back of the boat. Uh, You want an inboard engine. um, Mm -hmm. And you want lots of weight in your boat. Okay. Beyond that, the engineering and everything hasn't changed all that much. I heard a lot about the the surfing thing. Surfing is much easier to, I, I think, approach a much broader audience. Okay. It's not as hard to get up. Okay. And there's no injuries oh. associated because you're only going between 10 and 13 miles an hour behind the boat. Well, so no wonder it's why super it's super low impact. It's, yeah. It's super popular. It's much safer and you can do it when the water's rough. So oh, it's there you much go. easier to do to a much broader audience. And it's sold a lot more boats than wakeboarding has in the last two decades. Got too. it. That's why. All dollar bills, y'all. So a lot of the money bill. And the price tag has gone into the electronics, which right. it's a lot of fluff. It's nice, but what you need is the hull, the ballast, which is the weight you pump mm-hmm. in to the boat uh, to make a bigger wake, and the speed control. And that's really it. The rest of it is just niceties, which are super nice, but you're paying out the ass for. Okay, let's not get that boat. Let's just get it. Ba- let's go buy a used boat. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, we this are... This is the wakeboarding <laughs> slash COVID episode. On that Sorry, note, everyone. Sorry about that. We are out of time and out of beer, so we got to fix that situation. We do. A um, lot of exciting stuff coming up for our season finale for mm-hmm. the next episode. Um, yeah, guys. Join us for the get excited of season two, please. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. It's going to be an important one. Absolutely. For sure. Until um, next time. Stay Life Podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Till the next time, stay positive and love your life. Later. Later.